0: Welcome to the Psalms, a call to words podcast where timeless truths shape today's words. I am your host, David Bunce, and I hope that you will be blessed as we journey through the great songbook of the Bible. As we journey through Psalm 119, we come now to the letter Zion. And in this letter, we find God bringing to our attention again the reality of His Word being given by Him for our benefit so that we would follow Him in love and joy and obedience, and so we would come to trust and rest in His promises for us as sojourners and strangers in this world, but that we are not Alone, we are given His promises, His presence, and His power to be able to endure all kinds of difficulty for the purposes of glorifying God and knowing Him. Matthew Henry says that those who make God's promises their portion may with humble boldness make them their plea. God gave the promises in which the psalmist hoped, and the hope by which he embraced the promise. I hope that today you will also embrace the promises of Psalm 119, Zion, verses 49-56. through 56. Remember your word to your servant, in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, that your promise gives me life. The insolent utterly deride me, but I do not turn away from your law. When I think of your rules from of old, I take comfort, O Lord. Hot indignation seizes me because of the wicked who forsake your law. Your statutes have been my songs in the house of my sojourning. I remember your name in the night, O Lord, and keep your law. This blessing has fallen to me that I have kept your precepts. William Plummer observes of this psalm that true faith appropriates God's word. It takes the general offer of the gospel and the promises made to all believers and applies them to itself and with the happiest effects. So, God becomes our God, and the Lord Jesus, our Savior, and all Scripture, our solace. Do you realize that in Scripture, we are given these kind of promises, and they are meant to be applied to you and to me? When we pray with the sincerity that is seen in the psalmist's words here, he begins with, Remember your word to your servant, He is recalling the past faithfulness of God and the hope that he has because he knows God and he has been given his word. He also comes to him as a servant, And that's important because humility is such an important and central aspect of being a Christian, of following God. We must come to Him humbly, on our knees before Him. Why is that the picture of prayer? Why is it in so many places there have been kneelers in churches, places to go down onto your knees? Because it is a sign of reverence, of humility, of going before God in prayer. That should be the posture of the Christian. It's certainly the posture of the psalmist we see over and over again. The returning to God and to his word because we know he is where we will find our hope and he is the one from whom we find comfort. Verse 50 tells us that this is the comfort in my affliction, that your promise give me life. The promise of God uh, is given by God for our good, Again, Plummer, he says we cannot please God better than by pleading His promises and all the teaching of His Word. Our very importunity, because it shows confidence in Him, pleases Him. Hope, built on the stability of human institutions or anything earthly, may fail and fill us with grief, but hopes built on God's Word shall never disappoint us. He who gave the faithful word, who commanded us to believe, and by his grace enabled us to embrace the promises, will not be unto us as waters that fail, though he may be for a while, leave us to try and to draw out our desires after him. The hopes of a carnal man may puff up their fleshly minds and prepare them for a sadder fall, but the hopes of the righteous both humble and strengthen them. That seems to be the very hope of the psalmist in this section, is to remind us that we can have comfort in trusting in the promises of God. Now, we find the other side of this in verse 51, the insolent utterly deriding me, but I do not turn away from your law. So, when opposition comes, when someone makes fun of you for believing the things of God or for when someone thinks that the following of the Lord is antiquated and something that we no longer need in our advanced state as humanity, what is it that you do? Do you turn away from the rules of God and find maybe that's not the best way, or do you trust in in the Lord and follow his word and his law. See, the psalmist says that when he thinks of God's law, his rules, his commandments, he takes comfort in them. Now, we know ultimately Jesus perfectly fulfills that law on our behalf, and so we trust in him and his righteousness. But what is the fruit of being one who surrenders to the work of Jesus Christ and the empowering work of the Spirit in us? It is fruitful fruitful obedience. We find ourselves being conformed to the image of Christ and following the law of God when we are transformed by the renewing of our minds, reading the scriptures, trusting in God, following him day by day. And so, if we reject that temptation, as it were, of the wicked to come and do what is wrong, we then will find anger against the things that neglect God's word. Hot indignation is how the ESV translates the anger, the frustration that the psalmist has. He is angry. Why? Because of the wicked. What have they done? Forsaken the law of God. When we reject God's good design, whether that is for marriage or whether it is for any kind of ethical call that Scripture places upon us in holiness and righteousness, it should make us upset to see people Uh, fleeing the good path that God has made. Your statutes have been my songs. We sing of the songs and the law of God because we know who he is, and he is the one that will lead us and guide us and keep us through all trouble, that we would rejoice in him and find our hope in who he is. So, if we are continuing in singing his songs, we are going along a journey, All of us are like Christian in the Pilgrim's Progress by by Bunyan when he writes about this person fleeing the city of destruction and continuing on this journey to find life and hope and peace. Uh, The other people that try to stop Christian on this journey are those who are obsessed with something else, something that is lesser, whether it's the worldly wise man who is obsessed with his pleasure-seeking, or if it's the legalist who forgets that God's law is good and provided for in Jesus. We find over and over all of these afflictions, but the one who journeys in the Lord delights in his way and follows him with joyful obedience. Spurgeon brings this to attention in commenting on Psalm 119 by saying, the worldling clutches his money bag and says, this is my comfort. The spendthrift points to his gaiety and shouts, this is my comfort. The drunkard lifts his glass and sings, This is my comfort. But the man whose hope comes from God feels the life-giving power of the word of the Lord and he testifies, This is my comfort. Where do we find our comfort? Are we like the psalmist who calls our attention to finding comfort, hope, remembering the blessedness of God in following Him? This blessing has fallen to us. What blessing? keeping the precepts of God. Following God brings us our blessing, and it is in itself a blessing. May we trust in Him and follow Him and delight in Him, so we would remember His faithfulness as He remembers us. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness, Thank you for continuing to show us the power that you have over this whole earth and calling us on this pilgrimage, this journey that we have, to delight in you, in our families, Lord. Help us to lead with joy and to support one another and lift one another up, that we would follow you with grace and truth and love, that we would follow you with obedience and that we would ultimately trust in Jesus walking with uh, Jesus' grace, empowering us day by day to follow you and love you and obey you. Lord, may your word be the guiding word of our lives day by day, moment by moment. May it be true of us this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to The Psalms, a Call to Words podcast. For more content, just visit CallToWords.com. I hope you'll join us again next time for more riches from the Psalms.